and welcome to jasonnewland.com My name is Jason Newland and this is Let Me Boy to Sleep Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes Yeah, thanks for listening uh, <laughs> It sounds sarcastic, doesn't it? Please subscribe to this podcast. And maybe you'd like to maybe you'd like to leave a comment or perhaps share this podcast with your friends on Loin. Yeah. Groovy. Yeah, cool. Um, so I hope you're well. So I have a few messages to read. So what day is it today? It is Thursday the 2nd of July 2020 so yeah got a few messages so let me read you the messages first I just saw one but I can't find it now it was from David David, 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 oh, let me see, probably, where are you, notification, so I had a few, I'm just trying to keep track, so I got a message for my number two Jason story time, three pics, which I released today. Um, Sarah says, brilliant Jason, such a good idea. Having said that, I fell asleep within five minutes of the three bigs story. I can't even remember how it started. Um, Sarah, I think it was uh, started. There were three pigs. It comes, <laughs> that was the, <laughs> I think. Um, but that is the whole point, isn't it? Yep, the point is, it's a, it's a bedtime story. Suffice to say, I will have to try the three pigs again tonight. Again, what a fab idea. Lots of love to Andre. Thank you, Sarah. That's very kind of you. Um, Barry says, can't wait for my bedtime story. Cool, thanks, Barry. Uh, so I better, better send a reply to Sarah. Thank you. Messages. I'm just I'm not very organised, am I? I mean, like generally, man, just like you know, inbox, inbox. Louise, Louise. Okay, this is from Louise. 
Hi Louise. She says, I love your podcast, Let Me Bore You to Sleep. I listen to it every night. I have so many Andre questions. Okay, so does he have a cage or does he just roam free like a dog? Is he toilet trained? Does he only do the toilet during his walk? In a certain part of the house, like a cat litter? Or does he just do his business around the house? You're obsessed with ferret poo. Um, why does he eat cat food? Is that normal? Yeah, if you actually go into fields, you'll see... Um, a lot of empty cans and the occasional tin owner they leave out in the field if they forget to take it. That's what they eat, cat food, in the wild. <laughs> or maybe not. It's uh, so many Andre questions. Do you honestly, could you could honestly just do a podcast on how to keep a pet ferret and I'd be happy. Well, Louise, thank you very much. I'm going to answer your questions. One by one. Um, but first of all, I'm going to answer David's question just because I can't find it, but I literally just read it before I started this recording. So, David, David. Um, does Andre purr like a kitten? No, he doesn't. I kind of wish he did, really. But he's, he's nothing like a cat in a sense of, he can't, he is in a way of being stubborn and only doing what he wants to do, because that's how cats are. He's not here to please me, like a dog, sometimes it seems like dogs are just happy as long as they can please you. He doesn't want to please me in any way got no interest he's just all about himself and say so does he purr he doesn't purr like it doesn't vibrate you know like cats do but he he does make so, so if he's on if he's fallen asleep in my arms which he, he sometimes does. And he like make a, like a whimpering noise like. Uh, like, like that. And then he'll wake up and he looks at me and says. Who are you? What are you doing? Get off me. Leave me alone. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. And he runs off. He's still doing that one. It's, it's very annoying. So he's... He forgets sometimes. He And he falls asleep. And he, I guess because he's so vulnerable when he's asleep. Why he should be worried about being vulnerable when he lives with me and he's, he's never had to protect himself or anything but uh, yeah he's just natural instincts I guess uh, so yeah he doesn't purr but he does go 
So, when he's asleep, or when he's awake, he makes all kinds of weird noises. When he gets angry, he goes... He does, it makes that kind of sound when he's angry. Sometimes when he's... See, his girlfriend is a little slipper. And if I take his slipper and I tease him with it, I don't, I'm, when I say tease, I don't do a little dance or anything. There's no, uh, there's no pole dancing involved. It's, it's if I hold it above him so he can't get to it, or I let him sniff it and I'll like, well, you know, sort of pull it away. He'll go. Like that, so it gets really. We might go. I see him, I don't think of him as being a baby anymore. But some of the noises he makes are so babyish. He's like really high pitched. So he's, he's a little boy, he's still a little boy. But technically, he's about my age now. He's middle aged. He's five years old, nearly. In fact, he probably is five, no, five years next month. So, David, I hope that answers your question. Um, he doesn't purr, but he, he is... He, he's not really... He doesn't really sit still, if you know what I mean. He's... Apart from when he does sit still. Like when he's asleep, he's, you know, he's asleep. And he spends a lot of time asleep. Sleep's probably... 18, 19 hours a day. But it's not all in one go. It might even be longer than that. But when he's awake, he's wide awake. Like really full on. So, I've, you know, I try and... I try. <laughs> I try, I try to do what I'm doing around him being asleep. So I just made a recording for my relaxation, the stress and anxiety uh, podcast. So I did a, a relaxation technique. And he was quiet for the whole time. I was only talking for about 12 minutes. But... He kept quiet the whole time. It was lovely. But there's no way of knowing. There really isn't any way of knowing when he's just going to jump up and start running around and having, you know, doing stuff. So, hope you're well, David. Um, so, I've answered your question. The next thing is Louise. Going back to Louise. Uh, thank you for saying that you love my Bore Me to Sleep podcast. It's very kind of you. 
So Andre questions, does he have a cage or does he just roam free? Yes, to both of those. He's got a cage, he's got a big cage actually. It's a top-notch cage that he's had since, I think I got it in probably about two weeks after I got him. And it's one, one, two, three, four tiers high. So there's four levels to it, well five including the bottom. And there's a hammock, there's also a, a big thing that he can slip, that he can like a, I don't know what you want to call it, but he can climb inside like a nest. He can nestle into there. He's got water and some dry food always there. And this paper at the bottom, normally I, I used to have cat litter at the bottom. But I just kept, I kept running out of uh, cats to give birth. I used to have, yeah, but he basically, he doesn't go in there anymore. He runs free, roams free. He sleeps wherever he wants to sleep. And if he wants to go in a cage, he will, but he doesn't, doesn't really want to go in there anymore. But I do have it in the living room because I need to put him in there sometimes because I tried for this month I'm trying to do five recordings a day so I've never attempted that many in one day before you know like regularly and there are times when I have to put him in the cage just to keep him quiet just to sort of keep him in one place. Then I close the living room door, close the bedroom door, close the kitchen door. Well, I close the kitchen door first, then I close the bedroom door. It's much easier to close the kitchen door when I'm actually near it. And I do my recording, or a couple of recordings, and then I'll let him out of the cage and he's happy. So he's never in there for long, or just... About half hour ago, my friend came up, my neighbour, and he didn't have any shoes on. Straight away, Andre went for his feet. He had socks on, but he went for his feet, his toes, which is what Andre would always do, always. Doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, child, or donkey, he will go for your feet. He's never met a donkey, so I guess that's it. That's it. It's a guess. But, you know, I'm just thinking of animals with toes. Uh, where he likes to sleep at the moment is behind the door. On top of a jumper. And I'll, you know, a jumper that he's it's got his smell on it. And also inside some tracksuit bottoms. He likes to sleep inside them as well, which are the other side of the door. He also has bags that he sleeps in. He, he goes through periods where he will sleep on my bed. He hasn't done that for a while, but in the winter, he spends a lot of time sleeping on my bed or inside the bed, either underneath the quilt or in the middle of the quilt. So he'll climb in to where the you know, the quilt goes into the quilt cover 
couldn't sleep in there. So that's one of his favourite things to do. But he doesn't do that so much during the summer. But in the winter he does. And I think part of the reason I don't I don't move him or anything is because he looks so cute and he's asleep on my bed. And the eye and he's stretched right out sometimes. You know, it's a double bed and he's a little a little thing. But he seems to take up most of the bed so if I try to get into bed while he's in there I'm just I'm literally balancing on the edge of the bed because there's no room he stretches right out so that's it he's other places he sleeps in the summer he likes to sleep he quite likes to sleep in the kitchen because it's a cold floor, there's no carpet, and he'll sleep behind the oven, or he might sleep near the radiator. So a little bit of cold metal is something he likes in the summer. And also because I mean the sun won't get anywhere near the the back of the oven. So it's going to be fairly cold or cool under there. So he likes that. And yeah, so that's the sleeping bit and the cage bit. Is he toilet trained? No. He, he trained me. So when he's in his cage, he's toilet trained. You know, he's, he's he has to go... And that's it, he's, he has to go at the bottom of the cage. And he's very, very, uh, quite clean, you know, he doesn't like to be anywhere near his poo. And luckily, because he's got such a, a tall cage, and it's got to be up to, it's higher than my chest, and I'm about nine foot tall. Not really. I'm two foot and a half. And as far as toilet training, he goes to the toilet in the corners of the room. So I had to put down paper. I had to kind of be led by him. I tried to train him, but it wouldn't work. He wouldn't he wouldn't do anything that I told him. I'd pick him up, move him, pick him up, move him, and just nothing. So he goes in the corner of the room. So uh, here at the moment, the two pla- he's got two places in the living room he goes. And I, I wish he was like a cat. I mean, you know, I could put a little, little toilet in there that he could go in and flush, like cats do. You know, little sinks he could wash his hands and stuff little b-day but you know it doesn't work for him and it got to a point where he was doing poos in every single corner of the flat so what I had to do is I had to put stuff in those places to dissuade him from going so it took so I kind of did train him 
to not go everywhere, just stick to um, two places in the living room, one place in the hallway, unfortunately he does it near the front door, which is a bit annoying, but he will go on the paper most of the time. You know, he's, he's good like that, he's, he knows it, so he is trained on that aspect. Sometimes he misses, you know, some, sometimes I think he just does it to wind me up. Another place he likes to go in the kit in the bathroom, sometimes, but when I'm going to the toilet, which is weird, I don't want to talk about myself going to the toilet, but for some reason he likes to do it at the same time as me. Isn't that strange? So it's, uh, he doesn't do that that often, but it's a lot easier to clear up because it's, you know, he, the thing is he doesn't do stuff in the middle of the, of the floor, he always does it in the corner. It's the, like a natural thing because if they crouch backwards to a corner, they can keep an eye out and they can't be uh, attacked, I suppose, by a predator whatever predator he, he expects to find here, I don't know, but, and then, he's got one place in the kitchen that he goes to the toilet probably once a year, maybe twice a year, but he never tells me when it's going to be, so it's always a surprise, and it'll always be the, the time that I go in there in the evening and I don't turn the light on, I just go to the sink to put something in the sink, and then suddenly, Squelch, squelch, squelch. I mean, literally, he rarely, really, really does it. I don't, I've, sometimes I think it's just to, maybe I've given him a bath, because he doesn't like having baths, or I've uh, told him off or something, so he just gets his revenge. Yeah, actually, that particular night, I remember, because he was... He was looking at me and giggling. So I didn't really know what he was up to. What are you giggling for? I said to him, what are you giggling for? He said, nothing, Daddy. You just carry on. Maybe it's time to put that that dirty plate into the sink. Don't want to leave it in the living room. By the way, there's no point turning the light on, is there? It's good to save energy. I didn't think anything of it at the time. So that's him. Um, so he's fairly, he's fairly clean, to be fair. He does it in certain places. I've tried lots of different ways of training him, but he won't. He's so stubborn. And here's a quick, does he only do the toilet during his walk? Well, no because he will avoid going to the toilet when he's outside at all costs. Does not like going to the toilet when he's out. He has done. You know, when he has to go, he has to go. He's got no choice. But he doesn't like it, and I don't know why. Because I'll take him into the fields, take him into the park, because he likes to go around the edges and he sort of 
in you know near the plants and he could do a little poo and no one would even know it was there because it's practically invisible and it's out of the way of anybody or if he's in if he's in the field he'll do it again practically in the ditch but it's very rare that he does anything like that in fact a couple of days ago I said to him come on let's get ready I was going to take him for a walk and I was putting my jacket on and my shoes on and he ran over to the corner I was looking at him and he was trying to force a poo out before going for a walk so that he didn't have to go to the toilet while he was out you see the little strain on his face outside like everybody else well not everybody else but you know and um, the weird thing is when I take him into town which isn't really very often these days but if he does ever go into town he's absolutely free to go to the toilet he loves it he loves going to the toilet in shop doorways strange isn't it it's just he's he's something changes with him I suppose it's a little bit like people that go to IB fire or they go to a um, you know a holiday destination and they let their hair down and become uninhibited and he's like that with pooing he goes into town, he's just pooing everywhere. It's like really weird. It's like I can't get my head, I don't understand him. This recording was not supposed to be about Andre's poo. So I'll move on. Why does he eat cat food? Is that normal? Not really. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I and mean, I'm not an expert, but he likes cat food. It's got meat, but it's not raw meat. I could feed him raw meat, but according to the vets, that could give him an ulcer. Um, I ha I'd have to keep an eye on his, his health as well, because there's certain things that could cause problems. Cat food... It's something I can get hold of fairly easy. I don't have to go hunting. Um, I wouldn't, I couldn't give him a live animal. Not in a million years could I ever do that. Even though I don't think he'd know what to do with it. If I brought a rabbit in here and just like it. He probably would, you know, yeah, it's, I guess his instincts would kick in, but he's been, he's been six foot away from a rabbit quite a few times before, and he's got no interest, because his, his tummy is always full, you know, he's always got food available, he's got dry food, which is ferret, dry ferret food, uh, 
I need to get some uh, vitamin paste, ferret, ferret vitamin paste. So I have to, I have to do that. I can't afford to get any at the moment, but that should. That's he loves it. It's really weird. I think he'd eat it all day long. Get off my foot, Andre. And he's cut his toenails. And he, yeah, so he gets the, the, his teeth get to be cleaned by the crunchiness of the hard food or the dry food. He gets vitamins and um, stuff that he doesn't get from the wet food. Do you want to, do you want to get up? So now I've got him. He's in my arms. Hello, mate. So do you want to say hello to David and Louise? Do you want to say hello to Louise? Hello. That's, that wasn't really him, it was me. Oh. He wants to know why he's so interested in his bowel movements. <laughs> really weird uh, when my friend was here with his because he had his uh, socks on I had to put Andre into the cage and he went into he went into his little nesty thing that he's got and he just stuck his head out and stared at me <laughs> oh he's like almost really feeling sorry for himself <laughs> where is I I can't believe I've been in here for three and a half minutes. Do you know how long most ferrets spend in a cage daily, Andre? They live in cages. They might get a little bit of time out for playing around and get the whole home to themselves like this. I'm sure some do, but a lot don't. What's that? He sighs sometimes when I'm talking to him and I tell him off he goes. <sighs> He's practically falling asleep as I'm looking at him. Are you falling asleep? Are you falling asleep? Are you falling asleep? Daddy kisses. Now you're gonna do a little purr, do a little purr like a kitten. Do a little purr like a kitten. Do a little purr. Do you want me to get him to do that um, sound? When? Where's your slipper, Andre? So I've, I've got his slipper. This is the sound he makes when I won't let him have his slipper.
Again, you can have it. Make noise again. That's it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's really <laughs> He's run off with the slipper now. He didn't like that. Uh, entertain me though, so that's the main thing. Um so yeah, I think I've answered all of Louise's questions, Louise's questions. So thank you for that. And need to hear. I did the happy anniversary. says I love the story time by the way so groovy thank you Molly says that big issue woman is an ungrateful cow I'd not give her another penny okay I've not seen her for ages um, Georgie says Anna did that yesterday I'm sure there were other messages I'm sure there was but there might not be I'm sure there was so let me see, let me bore you to sleep once. By the way, you can actually, if you go to my let me bore you to sleep page on Facebook, you can then um, send me messages and stuff. Oh, I've got three comments. Okay. All right, okay, that was from the pig, three little pig story. Uh, uh, uh. Right, I think that's everything. That's all the messages. I've spent 36 minutes talking about messages. See, this podcast is about you. It's all about you. It's not about anything else. And I'd like... I'd like there to be Andre and you shut up. It's such a perfect picture right then that I could have took, but I won't. But he, yeah, I, I like I like the interaction because I don't have that on my other podcasts. 
Um, so if I did a deep sleep whisper, if someone does leave a message saying, I really like your deep sleep whisper ones, I might sort of mention that because I know, well, I'll guess that that person will hear it. But outside of that, you know, the, the relaxation <sighs> for stress, anxiety and panic attacks, don't get uh, much in the way of comments there. Oh, I've got a comment, comment here from the Three Bears story. Number one, Jason's story time, the Three Bears. Um, Deb says, this made me laugh out loud so much. Especially the ice cream van bit. Hilarious. Uh, need more. Well, thank you, Deb. Another one's been released, so you've got another one. Could never have too much of a good thing. And. Oh, yeah. Had a couple of website reviews as well. I had a new website review. I don't know if I read it out. Uh, just want to say thank you so much, Jason, for keep and keep doing what you're doing. This is literally one of the quickest ways for me to fall asleep at the moment. I fall asleep waking up to your boring monotone voice. And I mean it in the nicest way possible again. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for that. Um, I've had, I've had, 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 had. At least one other, and um, what's it today? So, Gwyneth, Gwyneth left me a message on um, my website. It's a five star review. Oh, thank you. Uh, so Jason Newland storytelling in a fairy tale voice. That's the headline. So glad you're you found a new direction to explore. I've been contemplating what more you could do, because let's face it, I'm amazed how much of yourself that you have revealed about yourself, and openly included in your four thousand "Let Me Bore You to Sleep" podcasts. There are a few in there. <laughs> You have shared so much about your life to me. The jobs you've done, your education, or lack of it. I did that a little bit myself. Um, relationships and friends and families. Why? Why I could possibly write you a, your biography or at least your CV. This is what I admire about you, your personality. Honesty openness, humour and integrity. I do believe you should be knighted. We'll tell the Queen. Thank you, Sir Jason Newland. Well, I don't always agree with everything people write, but I, don't, I, can't, I can't pick fault with any of that. I think I should be knighted. I agree with you, Gwyneth. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that, isn't it? You know, when someone says that you should be knighted, yeah, yeah, I think so. Also, I reckon that I'm... I think I'm quite a positive example of mental ill health or mental illness or whatever. You know? 
there's not a lot of positive not I'm not a role model but there's not a lot of positive examples when it comes to um things like bipolar or personality disorders especially in the press and on TV and stuff the news it's all it's pretty much always negative so um, my friend did ask me he said why do you mention that to people why do you mention the mental illness and because he was thinking of me I guess he was thinking of my uh, emotional safety I suppose and I thought about it and I think it is because a lot of what I do I would I would well, hope is positive you know I know I have a little moan and and stuff, but generally, with the other stuff I do, the relaxation, stress relief, um, all the things I've done over the years, it's all kind of with a positive intention. Then, to have that connected to bipolar, or personality disorder, or it just seems like a, it's a really positive thing. To realise that people, just like people in wheelchairs, they're human beings. People with multiple sclerosis, human beings. People, whatever is going on, human, ultimately. You know? It's not sort of categorising everybody in the same way. It's, um... Yeah, so thank you for that. I know you didn't talk about the mental health, but I just um, just wanted to add, add it. I wanted to remind myself, because during this lockdown that's been going on, is um, people with mental disabilities, mental health disabilities, have, have pretty much been ignored, I would say, in my country anyway, or at least in my area. Not completely. I still have my monthly uh, psychology thing on the phone, but I can't order any food. Or, you know, I can't get food deliveries or anything like that because I'm not categorised as vulnerable, even though I have a disability. And the electric and gas company have got me down as being vulnerable, and. Technically, I am vulnerable. I'm just not physically. If that makes sense, I don't know. Anyway, um, Deb left a message. I think this might be the same Deb as before. Well, I guess it is because it's exactly the same message. I loved it. Um, this is for the. This is on my website. Number one, Jason story time. Three bears. This made me laugh out loud many times. Please do more. So thank you, Deb. Um, so I have, I have done more. I've done more and more and more. Wow. How cool is that? Like yesterday, right? I did, you know, I said I want to do five recordings a day. Well, there's a company called Feedspot. And they promote the podcast, and you know they send me a, they send me a, an email every day, just sort of, and they tell me how many podcasts I've got 
online as well as other people's and it's got down five so I've got number one Jason story time three bears number 442 Levy boy to sleep oh wait a minute Oh, no, that's not right. I'm sure I did five yesterday. Let me check my website. Let me check my website. So I just look for latest, latest recordings. It's the 1st of July. One, two, three, four. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, second of July. One, two, three, four. Really? One second of July. One, two, three, four, five, six. So I've done six today. Because this is, yeah, so I've got another one that I did before this that I've not uploaded yet. And this one, so yeah, six. Wow. I think it's because I've got the story, the story times. They've, um, yeah. I suppose, and also I'm doing a deep sleep whisper every day. Wow, so it's six. My aim was to do five this month a day, six next month for a day in August, seven a day in October. Eight a day in November, no. Five a day in July, six a day in August, seven a day in September, eight a day in October, nine a day in November, ten a day June, December. That was my plan. And I was going to be doing some, some, um, <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going to be doing uh, some maybe chronic pain relief stuff. As well. But, I don't know. So I'll try and stick to the five a day, but I might end up doing six a day this month. Oh. Oh. Now, I know that not everybody's interested, but yesterday I broke my record. I broke my record. Um... 
it's not the record, I didn't break my record, but I did, if you know what I mean. Uh, I had 7,421 downloads. Today I've had 5,661 so far. It's like, wow, 7,421. That's not bad, is it? So I'm going to be... What's the time now? There's still three and a half hours left before the stats are kind of collated. Plus the GC 300, two or 300 added on. So I'm looking at probably six to seven, yeah, probably 7,000 to gain today. So it's nice, it's nice that also I quite like the fact that my little uh, stories, although they're, they're not my stories, but it's my, you know, me telling them, reading them, is. They've kind of been quite well received. So I'm, I'm, I'm fairly pleased with that. I think what I'm going to do is if at the end of this month they, you know, they're still popular and people still like listening to them, I will do a separate podcast for them. But I'll probably still put them on here as well. I'll just have like a separate podcast and spread the word, you know. And stick them on iTunes and... Because this is kind of like a tester. Because I've had... Yeah, probably... Probably about four or five hundred downloads of the one I did yesterday. Three, four, five, maybe more, hundred, maybe less. I don't know. But it's, so it's it's not not a bad little start. So uh, I just need to find more stories that I can read that are copyright that don't have a copyright infringement, and then do my own thing with it, you know. <laughs> so I'll probably be doing the Wizard of Oz soon, but I won't be able to do that in one sitting. You know, I don't, I can talk for an hour. Well, I can talk for hours and hours, but I don't want to, I suppose I could read the whole thing in one go, but if it's, if it's literally hundreds of pages, it's going to be, I have to do it in parts and then perhaps do it I guess if I'm going to do that I'm going to have to finish the recording do it in parts and then release them like one day after another yeah that makes sense yeah I think it could have grown my hair long. Like really, really, really long. Like really long. 
The problem is, I've known a lot of people that have had long hair and their hair falls out. And I used to have long hair and I've receded at the front, but it's just kind of, it got lazy. I think my hair's so lazy it can't be bothered to fall out. So, you know, I used to have hair down to the back of my neck. I still do, but I mean, I'm talking about when it was attached to my head. And this part, maybe maybe it's a, a middle-aged thing. I'm starting to think, perhaps I should do something a little bit different for me. Because... I've had short hair and I've been sh- I've been shaving my head for the last you know nearly twenty years, eighteen years. Like twenty years ago, I had a lovely haircut, but uh, I had a yeah I was quite well, quite well put together, quite well put together. Oh. <laughs> Super glue, the super glue was nuts and bolts, only the best. Yeah, 20 years ago, I was a DJ. I was a DJ, a DJ, and I was having fun. Oh, yeah, having fun. Actually, it's quite weird to think about it 20 years ago. I was, I'd been uh, given my eviction notice for where I was living. I think I might have even moved out by now. Yeah, Eve, yeah, I think so, yeah. So I've given my, I don't know how much notice I was given in where I was living. So it might be in March I was given the letter. And then I moved out. And I ended up living just up the road. And it was in this room, which was clearly originally a living room. But with a door separating, breaking it into two rooms. But just a door that wasn't a proper door. So you could hear right through it. I couldn't see through it. I tried. I couldn't see nothing. And it was just really ridiculous. I mean, I snore. But the man next to me snored like he snored. Like proper, proper snored. And... There's nothing you can do about it. You can't knock on someone's door and say, can you please stop snoring? It's like saying, can you please stop breathing, you know? It's not their fault. You can't help it if they snore. So, yeah, that was weird, but I didn't stay there for too long. Lived there for probably about two months. And then I moved, because my nan broke her hip, and I visited her, and 
I kind of wanted to be closer to her because she was sort of disabled now and I just I thought, oh, you know, I could have lost her. So I just, um, luckily she had a name and address on her, on her ankle. But it's, yeah, it was weird the way it all worked and I, I was, I was, Walking through the town, I don't even know why I was in there. I think I was just visiting her. I'd already visited her for, you know, originally, and then I went back and visited her the next the next week because she was in convalescence. She was being convalescent, whatever. And it's weird because my friend's mum was also in the the bed next to her. It's not weird, but it's just sort of you know, coincidental. And the next time I came up, I went past a, a window which had a it was an agency, employment agency, and there was a job in there for sales staff in a call centre. And at the time, I was working in a call centre in London. But it was um, outgoing calls only, cold calling for mobile phone contracts. So I went in there and said, Oi, right, darling, I, oh, I saw that, that advert in the window. Yeah, just wondering what's happening. Yeah, what's your bad? And they said, uh, Can you talk normally, please? I said, Okay, sorry. And um, saw that advert. Just wondering if you could tell me a bit more. And she said, Oh, you do have a nice nice speaking voice when you don't try and put on some weird accent. I said, Oh, thank you. It's just so nice. I mean, in London I that's how I talk. She said, Why? I said, I don't know. No one else talks like that. I just I just I just feel like I gotta talk like this all the time. Be aggressive. She said, oh, can you stop? I said, I'm sorry, I forgot, I went back into it. She said, okay, no, don't, please don't do that again. And uh, I said, she said, are you interested? I said, yeah. She said, no, um, in the job. I said, yeah, that's what I was talking about. What, what are you talking about? She said, I thought you were interested in uh, eating uh, out my... Sandwich. I said, no, I didn't even see your sandwich. She said, how can you not see it? It's right on the table in front of me. She said, oh. I said, oh. And then she said, oh. And I said, well, I'm not really here about the sandwich. I've already had something to eat. She said, oh. That is into interest stuff for some reason. Anyway, I said to her, look. And we get back to the to the uh, job, and she said, "Oh yes, are you interested in the job?" I said, "Yes." She said, "Well, if you want, um, I'm giving a quick phone call." And she was really quite dynamic. By the way, that background sounds Andre on date night. Just in case you're wondering. 
and she made a phone call and said, come with me. And she took me round there. It was round the corner and I ended up having an interview. And then I came back to the office and I filled in an application form after the interview. And then they, they said that they'd give me another job, that they'd give me another interview, so I had two interviews. And I was on my way home, I think. Uh, but I might not have been. And the... So this wasn't in London, this was near where my, my man lived. And they said, well, you can have another... Your second interview will be on... Uh, I don't know, Wednesday or something like that. I said, oh, okay. So I went back. I went, I had to borrow my dad's clothes because I didn't have any. And I was literally wearing just jeans and a jumper, and, you know, because that's what I was wearing. But because I knew the interview, I had to sort of prepare. So I wore my dad's clothes and uh, trousers, shirt, um, uh, was it a tie a nice big bow tie and uh, I wore his lucky underpants I never have told him that but I thought you know it's uh, I did actually ask him once why they were lucky and he wouldn't tell me and then I asked, uh, asked my nan, nan, what, what is, why is his underpants? Why are they lucky ones? Why are they so lucky? And my nan said, oh, because he's never soiled those ones. to the interview and then I think a couple of hours after the interview I got a phone call saying yeah you can start we want ya we really want ya so I thought yeah cool I'll do that and they wanted me to start the following Monday which meant I couldn't go back to my other job which I wasn't really that bothered about but uh, I had to um, yeah to make a lot of changes move a lot of stuff around and find somewhere to live and all that stuff uh, yeah in some ways, it was a it was a move that I regretted because I went from being I don't know I had a social life to I don't know just changed you know everything I did when I moved was connected to where I was working but then 
my social life was connected to the comedy club. But it was different because I was a DJ. <laughs> I was a DJ. 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 No, DJ. No, DJ. DJ. No one says DJ. Not even DJs say DJ. They say DJ. No, DJ. Stop winding me up. Sorry, Jason. So I, yeah, so that was a year ago. In September, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, sorry. No, not 20 years ago. I'm getting the years wrong. When I said it was 20 years ago that I was... No, it was 19 years ago, because it was 2001. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a year ahead. It's not 2001 yet, is it? It's still only 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah, just forget all that. I mean, the basic facts were still the same. I just, the timeline was incorrect, um, specifically, so yeah, other than that, it was kind of similar, I need to cook some food, but I can't be bothered, So I think that's it for another sunny day. Let's see if anyone's left any messages while I've been talking. Because this does happen sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it actually happens. It really do. Because sometimes it actually happens that I need a poo. Five, five. No messages. So, no, nothing that I can see. So that's, that's all right. Nothing new. Nothing new. Nothing. So I hope I've read out all the messages. And of course, you can message me wherever you want, but if you want to... Kate Anthony sent me a friend request. Who's Kate Anthony? Oh. It's right weird. There's no picture, but then when I click on it, there is a picture. She lives in Colorado Springs. Um, updated her picture. And that's it. Um, okay. 
So I don't know who she is. Who is she? I don't know who she is. I really don't know who she is at all. So let's have a look. If I respond, if I say confirm request, let's see what comes up on her profile. Oh, still. So according to this, she born fifteenth of July, ninety-five. But it's just two pictures, same picture, updated an hour ago. And so it's must it's got twenty-one friends, and they're all men. So there is a contact information number, okay. So I was a little bit dubious just because I get I had quite a few messages from or people that have asked to be friends on Facebook and have ended up wanting or not like not being real people, you know. So if you are, say hi. If anyone just adds and says, uh, some people do add me as a friend, and I, I accept, because I assume they know uh, sort of what I do, you know? I assume that they're adding me as, as a friend for a reason, because what, why else would you? It's got to be a reason for it. And then they say, how are you then? Okay, well, it's, I need the person to sort of leave me a message saying, oh, I listen to your recordings. Thank, don't have to say thank you, but just so I know why they've added me. Because pretty much that's the only people, that's why I'm on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. Uh, I joined Facebook predominantly to promote my recordings, my videos, my audios, podcasts. And along the way, I've made some friends. This is still a place where I share my stuff. And so, you know, I do have, I have random people just add me sometimes. And sometimes they are, if they leave a message and, with a little comment and saying, oh, I really like that, and I'm like, okay, cool. But I'm not at my limit on Facebook anyway. I've still got quite a few um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably about 4,000, just under 4,000 friends in there. So it's not like I'm it's not like I need the space, you know. Yeah, I'm followed by 112 people. <laughs> wow. I'm just so popular. So I've got a couple of new ones. It's Kate Anthony, Anne, Nicole, Juchi, Kim. Uh, 
Vanessa. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It'll all be alright. Yeah. So, that is it. I think for today, hope I've bored you enough. So I'll speak to you later. Remember to be kind to yourself. Lots of love.